Hello, and welcome to the Laverne Church of Christ podcast, and thank you for joining us. You can find us at 244 Old Nashville Highway, Laverne, Tennessee, 37086. We hope that any time you are in the area, you will stop by and join us for worship. Our Sunday morning worship is at 9 a.m., with Bible classes following. Our Sunday evening worship is at 6 p.m., and we also have a Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. First scripture reading from this morning will come from 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 1 through 2. Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given orders to the churches of Galatia, so you must do also. On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, that there be no collections when I come. This is 1 Corinthians 16, 1 through 2. Buenos días, vamos a leer Primera de Corintios, capítulo 16, versículo 1 al 2. La ofrenda para los santos. En cuanto a la ofrenda para los santos, haced vosotros también de la manera que ordene, en las iglesias de Galacia. Cada primer día de la semana, cada uno de vosotros ponga parte algo, según haya prosperado, guardándolo para que cuando yo llegue no se recojan entonces ofrendas. Amén. Pray with me, please. Our Father in heaven, we uh, come to you this morning thanking you for uh, blessing us with another day. We thank you for uh, each and every day you give us. Uh, we know life is precious, and we uh, thank you for the uh, opportunity we have to uh, be alive today. We especially thank you for the opportunity we have to be here this morning and to uh, worship you together as brothers and sisters in Christ. We pray that you will be with us as we worship. Uh, pray that we will focus on you and that everything we do will be to your honor and your glory. Uh, We pray that you'll uh, be with us as we uh, partake of the Lord's Supper in a few minutes. Lord, we pray that we will uh, think back to the cross, that we will uh, think back to all the suffering and uh, the horrendous pain that Jesus went through for each and every one of us. Uh, We're so thankful that he was willing to come to this earth and he was willing to go to the cross and sacrifice his life and take our sins there with us, that, that we can be cleansed of our sins, that we can be have that hope of spending eternity with you, Lord. Just thank you for that. And we pray that you'll be with uh, all those we know who are hurting today, uh, those who are sick. I just pray that you'll be with all those and be with the doctors and nurses who are uh, coming up with a plan of care or taking care of them. Pray that you'll uh, restore them to their uh, much-wanted health, if it be your will. Uh, we ask that you'll be with anyone in our congregation or anyone we know that has lost loved ones recently, Lord. Uh, we know that uh, the pain of losing someone can be hard and just pray that you'll be with them and comfort them and help us to be able to reach out to them and, and uh, help them in any way we can, Lord. I uh, just pray that you'll continue to be with each and every one of us as we go through life. Uh, forgive us of our sins, Lord, and uh, help us to always uh, strive to be more like your son so that as we go out in the world, people will see him through us. And it's in your son's name that I pray. Amen. Buenos días, hermanos. Oremos. 
Gracias, bendito Padre, por darnos la oportunidad, Señor, de estar este, este día, de levantarnos de nuestras camas, Señor, de estar en, en, en buena salud, Señor. Gracias por darnos la oportunidad de estar aquí en su presencia, Señor. Señor, le pedimos que usted, usted siga recibiendo lo que siempre nos ha dado, Señor, ese amor, Señor, que nos ha dado a nosotros, Padre Santo. Señor, le pedimos que bendiga a usted todo lo que hagamos en, hoy en este día, Señor, que sea para su santa honra, Señor. Señor, le pedimos que, que nos bendiga, Señor, que los hermanos que, que están organizando, Señor, que los bendiga también, Señor, que todo lo que hagamos, Señor, que sea para su santa honra, Padre Santo. Gracias por darnos salud, darnos trabajo, Señor. Señor, le pedimos que nos que lo que nos ha dado, Señor, es una grande bendición, Padre Santo. Señor, le pedimos que todo lo que hagamos hoy en este día, que sea para su santa honra, Señor. Bendícenos que nosotros guíe, nos guíe por el buen camino y que la, la, lo que hagamos de la memoria de su Hijo, Señor Jesús, que nada ha morido en la cruz, Señor, que eso sea un gran ejemplo para nosotros seguir haciendo lo, lo que es para poder estar un día con usted, Señor. Le pedimos que, que nosotros seamos humildes, Padre Santo, y que los que participemos, Señor, que sea humildemente para honrar a usted, Señor. Se lo pedimos en el nombre de su Hijo Jesús. Amén. Amen. Uh, so we just enjoy celebrating on these fifth Sundays uh, dos idiomas, una familia, Two languages, one family. Amen. And that's what we are in Christ. Happy to have brother, the capable brother Armando by my side today, uh, helping as we uh, bilingually say a little something about why we love to give. Numbers do not lie. We are a church that loves to give. There are weeks that we don't quite meet the budget, as the board shows here. Uh, but when that happens, there is always a week or two that more than make up for it. And that is also true. And the way that this church has consistently dug deep for our fifth Sunday special collections is absolutely tremendous. And I just want to say I commend you all, and I know that God is pleased with your generosity. Amen. Dios los bendiga, mis hermanos. Contentos de estar aquí participando, ¿verdad? La palabra del Señor con hermano Josh Papas. Y vamos a tocar el tópico del dar. ¿Por qué nos encanta dar? Los números no mienten. Somos una iglesia que le encanta dar. Hay semanas en las que no alcanza el presupuesto, pero hay una o dos semanas que lo recompensan con creces. Los felicito y sé que Dios se complace en su generosidad. Amén. Amén. We want to teach a few simple basic principles of the biblical theology of giving. And in other words, what we want to do for the next few minutes is answer three simple questions. Question number one, why does God want us to give? Question number two, what is giving that pleases God? And question number three, how do we do it? Quiero enseñarles algunos principios básicos simples de la teología bíblica, del dar. En otras palabras, responda tres preguntas sencillas. Primero, ¿por qué Dios quiere que demos? Segundo, ¿qué es dar que agrada a Dios? Número tres, ¿cómo lo hacemos? 
First, let's consider a couple of very important passages from the New Testament. First of all, Matthew 6, verses 3 and 4. This comes from the heart of our Lord's Sermon on the Mount. Jesus says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Vamos a leer también Mateo 6, versículo 3 y 4, que nos dice, Guardaos de hacer vuestra justicia delante de los hombres, para ser vistos de ellos de otra manera que no tendréis recompensa de vuestro Padre que está en los cielos. Cuando pues des limosna, no lo hagas tocar trompetas delante de ti, como lo hacen los hipócritas, en las sinagogas y en las calles, para ser alabados por los hombres. De cierto os digo que ya tienen su recompensa. Mas cuando tú des limosna, no sepa tu izquierda lo que hace tu derecha, para que sea tu limosna en secreto, y tu Padre que ve en lo secreto te recompensará en público. Amen. Luke 6, verses 35 and 38. Jesus here says, Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Leemos Lucas 6, versículo 35 al 38, y dice de la siguiente manera. Haced bien y prestad, no esperando que de ello nada. Y será vuestro galardón grande, y seréis hijos del Altísimo, porque Él es benigno para con los ingratos y malos. Dad y se os dará. Medida buena, apretada, remecida y rebosando, darán en vuestro regazo. Porque con la misma medida que midas, con esa misma serás medido. Many more passages teach us about the importance of giving when collections is taken up by the church as well as giving to individuals in need privately and to good causes, giving to good causes that mean something to the kingdom of God. But we chose these two from Matthew 6 and Luke 6 uh, because they help us understand the heart of God, the heart of God, who is the first, who is the last, and who is the greatest of all givers. No one outgives God. Muchos pasajes nos enseñan la importancia de dar. La iglesia realiza colectas para dar a personas necesitadas en privado y en buena causa, porque nos, porque nos ayudan a entender el corazón de Dios, quien es el primero y el último y más grande. So this leads us to the answer to our first question. Why do we give? We give because it's what God does, and God always does what's right. We're made in the image of God, and we're called to imitate him as much as possible, Ephesians 5, verse 1. If you want to be a good person, be like God. It's as simple as that. As that. If you are not a giving person, you are not being like God. 
and therefore you're not being a good person. Esto nos lleva a la respuesta a nuestra primera pregunta. ¿Por qué damos? ¿Por qué es lo que Dios hace y Él siempre hace lo correcto? Estamos hechos a su imagen. En Efesios 5.1 leemos también, Y si quieres ser una buena persona, sé como Dios. Sé buena y sé generoso como los demás. Así de que tenemos que ser generosos y ayudar al prójimo. This sets up the answer to the second question. What is giving that pleases God? Well, giving that pleases God is giving like God gives, as much as it's possible. It's not to be seen by others. In other words, we don't ever want to give to show off. It's giving generously. It's giving unselfishly, especially to our brothers and sisters in Christ. We're called to even lend, Luke 6 says, expecting nothing in return. If they pay us back, they pay us back. Good. If they don't, we give it to God. God gives because he loves, and any other reason is not pleasing to him. If you love, you will give. Amen. Esto establece la respuesta a la segunda pregunta. ¿Qué es dar que agrada a Dios? Da tanto como sea posible, especialmente a los hermanos y hermanas en Cristo, y dar desinteresadamente porque fuimos llamados a dar sin esperar nada a cambio. Si amas a Dios, ama a tu hermano. Finally, our third question, how? How do we give? The answer is, as we have said, lovingly, unselfishly, generously, as we are able, 2 Corinthians 8, 12, we give first ourselves to God. And then if we belong to him, we realize that everything that we have belongs to him. So we shift our thinking. We shift our thinking from worldly thinking, which is fear-based, grasping, hoarding, to spiritual thinking, which is open-handed, which trusts in God's will and ability to provide for us everything we need, no matter what. So, we then give of our time as generously as, as, generously as we can. And finally, we give of our wealth, whether we have little or much. Christians give because it's the right thing to do. So please, do not ever forget, if God had not given his only begotten son to save you, you would have nothing and no hope at all. But because God did give his only begotten son, as Romans 8 and verse 32 uh, so beautifully says, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Finalmente, tercera pregunta, ¿cómo? La respuesta es con amor, desinteresadamente y generosamente. ¿Cómo pode, uh, como podamos? Segunda de Corintios 8.12 También que cambiemos nuestro pensamiento mundano por un pensamiento espiritual. Y nuestra riqueza, sea mucha o sea poca, los cristianos damos porque es correcto, porque es lo correcto y es lo que a Dios más le agrada. A Romanos 8.32 dice, el que no escatimó a ni a su propio hijo, sino que lo entregó por nosotros, por todos nosotros, como, como no nos dará también con él todas las cosas. So a final word here. In the end, Scripture promises it'll all be ours. Everything that's God's will be ours in the age to come. So, for now, what do we have to lose? Let's all together try to outgive God and just see what happens. Al final... 
todo será nuestro. Entonces, ¿qué tenemos que perder? Entonces, demos a Dios y miremos qué es lo que pasa. Amén. Amén. Buenos días, hermanos. Abramos nuestras Biblias en Segunda de Corintios, capítulo 9, versículo 6 al 12. La palabra de Dios dice así. Pero esto digo, el que siembra escasamente, también segará escasamente. Y el que siembra generosamente, generosamente también segará. Cada uno dé como propuso en su corazón, no con tristeza ni por necesidad, porque Dios ama al dador alegre. Y poderoso es Dios para hacer que abunde en vosotros toda gracia, a fin de que teniendo siempre en todas las cosas todo lo suficiente, abundéis para toda buena obra. Como está escrito, repartió, dio a los pobres su justicia, permanece para siempre. Y el que da semilla al que siembra y pan al que come, proveerá y multiplicará vuestra sementera y aumentará los frutos de vuestra justicia, para que estéis enriquecidos en todo para toda libertad, la cual produce por medio de nosotros acción de gracia a Dios, porque la administración de este servicio no solamente suple lo que a los santos falta, sino que también abunda en muchas acciones de gracias a Dios. Amén. Second Corinthians 9, verses 6 through 12. <clears throat> The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, He has distributed freely, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. you to listen to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verses 1 through 5. Listen to what this says about a very, very poverty-stricken group of our brothers and sisters in Christ in the ancient world, the brethren from the region of, uh, of Galatia, or rather Macedonia. Chapter 8 verse 1. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. 
verse 3. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing, imploring us with much urgency that we would receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And not only as we had hoped, which means financially, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. Hermano, vamos a leer un pasaje en 2 Corintios 8, del 1 al 5, donde nos habla qué hicieron las iglesias de Macedonia y cómo lo hicieron. Y dice el versículo 1, Asimismo, hermanos, os hacemos saber las iglesias, las, la gracia de Dios que ha dado a las iglesias de Macedonia, que en grande prueba de tribulación, la abundancia de su gozo y su profunda pobreza, Amondaron en riqueza de su, de su generosidad, pues doy testimonio de que con, gracia, con agrado han dado conforme a sus fuerzas y aún más allá de sus fuerzas, pidiéndonos con mucho ruego que les concediésemos el privilegio de participar en este servicio para los santos. Y no como lo esperábamos, sino que así mismos se dieron primeramente al Señor y luego a nosotros por la voluntad de Dios. In this beautiful passage we find a powerful example of giving. And it is a, an example of giving that is not just of material possessions but of oneself, of one's whole being. The Macedonian churches despite facing great trials and severe poverty displayed a remarkable spirit of generosity. And their example offers us a powerful lesson on what it means to give yourself to God. I just want to ask you, have you given yourself to God? En este hermoso pasaje encontramos un poderoso ejemplo de entrega, no solo de posesiones materiales, sino de uno mismo. Las iglesias de Macedonia, a pesar de grandes pruebas y pobreza extrema, mostraron un espíritu de generosidad sobre lo que significa el entregarse a Dios. La pregunta, ¿tú te has entregado a Dios? Amen. Notice that the Macedonian churches were filled with overflowing joy in their act of giving. Despite their difficult circumstances, they found joy in being generous. And this reminds us all that true happiness often comes from selfless acts of giving. When we give to others, especially in times of need, we experience a profound sense of fulfillment and joy. Note que las iglesias de Macedonia se llenaron de gozo desbordante en su acto de dar. A pesar de las dificultades o las difíciles circunstancias, encontraron alegría en ser generosos. Cuando damos a los demás, especialmente en momentos de necesidad, experimentamos una profunda sensación de plenitud y alegría. The Macedonians went above and beyond what was expected of them. They gave even beyond their ability, Paul says. This illustrates that giving isn't always about how much we have, but about our willingness to share what we do have. God does not measure our generosity by the amount, but by, but by the heart behind the giving. Los Macedonios fueron más allá de lo que se esperaba. Ellos dieron, incluso 
más allá de su capacidad. No se trata de cuánto tenemos, sino de nuestra voluntad de compartir. Dios no mide nuestra generosidad, sino el corazón tras la donación. The key to their extraordinary generosity was that they gave themselves, first of all, to the Lord. Their giving was an outpouring of their devotion to God. When we give ourselves to the Lord, our whole perspective on giving changes. It becomes an act of worship, an expression of our love for God and for his people. La clave de su extraordinaria generosidad fue que se entregaron ante todo al Señor. Su ofrenda fue una efusión de su devoción a Dios. Cuando nos entregamos al Señor, todas nuestras perspectivas sobre dar cambian. Se convierte en un acto de adoración, una expresión de nuestro amor por Dios y su gente. The Macedonians urgently pleaded, Paul says, for the privilege of sharing and serving the Lord's people. They saw giving as an honor, not as a burden. Likewise, when we give ourselves to God, we recognize that serving others is a privilege and an opportunity to make a positive impact on the world. Los macedonios suplicaron urgentemente el privilegio de participar en el servicio al pueblo del Señor. Consideraban que dar era un honor, no una carga. Asimismo, cuando nos entregamos a Dios, reconocemos que servir a los demás es un privilegio y una oportunidad para servir al mundo. Paul testifies that the Macedonians exceeded expectations. When we surrender ourselves to God's will, he empowers us to do more than we could ever imagine. God multiplies our efforts and he multiplies our resources when we trust in him and give with a willing heart. Pablo testifica que los macedonios excedieron las expectativas cuando nosotros si nos entregamos a la voluntad de Dios Él nos da poder para hacer más de lo que jamás podríamos imaginar Dios multiplica nuestros esfuerzos y recursos cuando confiamos en Él As we reflect on the Macedonian church's example let's ask ourselves are we willing to give ourselves first of all to the Lord like they did Are we finding joy in generosity even when times are tough? May we be inspired to embrace the privilege of serving others, knowing that when we give ourselves to God, he can work through us in extraordinary ways. Mientras reflexionamos sobre el ejemplo de las iglesias de Macedonias, preguntémonos, ¿estamos dispuestos a entregarnos ante todo al Señor? Estamos, en, estamos encontrando alegría en la generosidad sabiendo que Dios obra a través de nosotros. God has decided to offer salvation based upon the terms his word teaches. And each one of us has to decide how will we, we will respond. And so that question, again, will you give yourself to God or not? Dios ha decidido ofrecer la salvación Bondado, uh, basándose, perdón, únicamente en los términos que enseña su palabra. Tenemos que decidir cómo responderemos. ¿Te entregarás a Él o no? We are called by Scripture to believe in Jesus Christ, 
to repent of our sins and to turn to Jesus. We are called by Scripture to submit to Him in baptism. And so we ask you all this morning that if you need to obey the gospel or ask for prayers, es por eso que te queremos decir esta mañana, cree, arrepiéntete de tus pecados y, ve, y vuelve a Él. Si necesitas ser bautizado o si necesitas una petición especial, pasa al frente mientras parados cantamos esta canción de invitación. Please come to the front as we stand and sing this invitation song. Buenos días, hermanos, nuevamente. Me da mucho gusto que podamos convivir como una gran familia de Cristo. Uh, oremos. Oh, perdón. Al final, um, no se vayan a de sus asientos porque el hermano Phil tiene algo que decir. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, agradecidos por darnos la oportunidad de estar aquí con nuestros hermanos, estar a, aprendiendo sobre ti. Te pedimos que ayudes a nuestros hermanos que no pueden estar con nosotros, ya que sea por una enfermedad, por un problema que tengan grave, por cualquier motivo que sea, ayúdales a, a estar con nosotros, ayúdales a, a entender que no hay mejor lugar que en casa y qué más si estamos en tu casa como una gran familia de Cristo. Te pedimos por aquellas personas que están sufriendo, que están batallando, por aquellas personas que uh, están de gravedad, te pedimos que los cures, que les des la sanidad, que veas por ellos. Te pedimos también, Padre, en este día que, que tengas el, el gran entendimiento de que somos pecadores, que somos imperfectos y que a veces hacemos cosas que no está en nosotros, que no pensamos que estamos haciendo mal. Pero te pedimos uh, de favor que nos ayudes y nos sigas guiando en el camino tuyo, que nos uh, des fuerza para estar en compañía de, en, entre todos nosotros. También te damos gracias por las cosas que nos has dado, por las cosas que nos pones en, en nuestro camino, te, por, por darnos esta gran familia, por darnos tanto amor, y te pedimos que nos ayudes a seguir en este camino. Todo esto que te pedimos no te pedimos porque lo merezcamos, simplemente sabemos que eres amoroso igual que nosotros con nuestros hijos y que así como nosotros perdonamos y ayudamos y entendemos, tú haces exactamente lo mismo ya que todo lo estamos aprendiendo de ti. Y todo esto que te pedimos te lo pedimos en nombre de tu Hijo Cristo Jesús, amén. I have a couple announcements. Uh, classes will end at 11 o'clock, and after the closing prayer, would everybody please have a seat? We have a couple presentations to make. Let's pray. 
Our dear Father, we want to thank you for this beautiful day, this gracious day that you've given us. We want to thank you for allowing us to be here to worship you and sing praises to your name. Lord, at this time, bless our congregation. Be with our elders that the decisions that they are making will be well-pleasing in your sight. Be with the sick of our congregation, Lord, that they will soon get back on their feet. Be with our visitors. Also protect them and bless them as they are traveling home. Lord, we want to bless the city of uh, Laverne. I recently had two officers injured that they may soon get back on their feet and return to their duties. Be with the gentrists at this time as Clayton is now amongst us, that he will grow strong and safe and be safe. Uh, also, Lord, at this time, be with the Avalas, that uh, the process they're going through, that it may be quickly and they will soon be back amongst us. Be with our men and women for military. Be with uh, Adam. Be with Kevin, who is here home briefly with us at this time in Austin. Bless them. Keep them from dangerous harm. Uh, at this time, Lord, we want to thank you for allowing your son who died on the cross for our sins and forgive us of our many sins. Christ, let me pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from God's Word. If you have any questions, please email them to us at office at lavernecoc.org. Once again, we thank you for listening, and we hope you have a blessed day.